section twenty six part one chapter five continued of the four horsemen of the apocalypse by vicente blasco ibanez this librivox recording is in the public domain the great window had its glass doors wide open the transoms on the patio side were also open a breeze kept the curtains swaying moving too the old lanterns moth-eaten flags and other adornments of the romantic studio they seated themselves around the table near a window some distance from the light which was illuminating the other end of the big room they were in the shadow with their backs to the interior court opposite them were tiled roofs and an enormous rectangle of blue shadow perforated by the sharp-pointed stars the city lights were coloring the shadowy space with a bloody reflection tchernoff drank two glasses testifying to the excellence of the liquid by smacking his lips the three were silent with the wondering and thoughtful silence which the grandeur of the night imposes their eyes were glancing from star to star grouping them in fanciful lines forming them into triangles or squares of varying irregularity at times the twinkling radiance of a heavenly body appeared to broaden the rays of light almost hypnotizing them the russian without coming out of his reverie availed himself of another glass then he smiled with cruel irony his bearded face taking on the semblance of a tragic mask peeping between the curtains of the night i wonder what those men up there are thinking he muttered i wonder if any star knows that bismarck ever existed i wonder if the planets are aware of the divine mission of the german nation and he continued laughing some far away and uncertain noise disturbed the stillness of the night slipping through some of the chinks that cut the immense plain of roofs the three turned their heads so as to hear better the sound of voices cut through the thick silence of night a masculine chorus chanting a hymn simple monotonous and solemn they guessed at what it must be although they could not hear very well various single notes floating with greater intensity on the night wind enabled argensola to piece together the short song ending in a melodious triumphant yell a true war song c'est l'alsace la lorraine c'est l'alsace qu'il nous faut oh 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 a new band of men was going away through the streets below toward the railroad station the gateway of the war they must be from the outlying districts perhaps from the country and passing through silence wrapped paris they felt like singing of the great national hope that those who were watching behind the dark facades might feel comforted knowing that they were not alone just as it is in the opera said julio listening to the last notes of the invisible chorus dying away into the night tchernoff continued drinking but with a distracted air his eyes fixed on the red cloud that floated above the roofs the two friends conjectured his mental labor from his concentrated look and the low exclamations which were escaping him like the echoes of an interior monologue suddenly 
he leaped from thought to word without any forewarning continuing aloud the course of his reasoning and when the sun arises in a few hours the world will see coursing through its fields the four horsemen enemies of mankind already their wild steeds are pawing the ground with impatience already the ill-omened riders have come together and are exchanging the last words before leaping into the saddle what horsemen are these asked argensola those which go before the beast the two friends thought this reply as unintelligible as the preceding words desnoyers again said mentally he is drunk but his curiosity forced him to ask what beast is that that of the apocalypse there was a brief silence but the russian's terseness of speech did not last long he felt the necessity of expressing his enthusiasm for the dreamer on the island rock of patmos the poet of great and mystic vision was exerting across two thousand years his influence over this mysterious revolutionary tucked away on the top floor of a house in paris john had foreseen it all his visions unintelligible to the masses nevertheless held within them the mystery of great human events chernoff described the apocalyptic beast rising from the depths of the sea he was like a leopard his feet like those of a bear his mouth like the snout of a lion he had seven heads and ten horns and upon the horns were ten crowns and upon each of his heads the name of a blasphemy the evangelist did not say just what these blasphemies were perhaps they differed according to the epochs modified every thousand years when the beast made a new apparition the russians seemed to be reading those that were flaming on the heads of the monster blasphemies against humanity against justice against all that makes life sweet and bearable might is superior to right the weak should not exist be harsh in order to be great and the beast in all its hideousness was attempting to govern the world and make mankind render him homage but the four horsemen persisted desnoyers the four horsemen were preceding the appearance of the monster in john's vision the seven seals of the book of mystery were broken by the lamb in the presence of the great throne where was seated one who shone like jasper the rainbow round about the throne was in sight like unto an emerald twenty-four thrones were in a semicircle around the great throne and upon them twenty-four elders with white robes and crowns of gold four enormous animals covered with eyes and each having six wings seemed to be guarding the throne the sounding of trumpets was greeting the breaking of the first seal come and see cried one of the beasts in a stentorian tone to the vision-seeing poet and the first horseman appeared on a white horse in his hand he carried a bow and a crown was given unto him he was conquest according to some the plague according to others he might be both things at the same time he wore a crown and that was enough for chernoff 
come forth shouted the second animal removing his thousand eyes and from the broken seal leaped a flame-colored steed his rider brandished over his head an enormous sword he was war peace fled from the world before his furious gallop humanity was going to be exterminated and when the third seal was broken another of the winged animals bellowed like a thunderclap come and see and john saw a black horse he who mounted it held in his hand a scale in order to weigh the maintenance of mankind he was famine the fourth animal saluted the breaking of the fourth seal with a great roaring come and see and there appeared a pale colored horse his rider was called death and power was given him to destroy with the sword and with hunger and with death and with the beasts of the earth the four horsemen were beginning their mad desolating course over the heads of terrified humanity tchernoff was describing the four scourges of the earth exactly as though he were seeing them the horseman on the white horse was clad in a showy and barbarous attire his oriental countenance was contracted with hatred as if smelling out his victims while his horse continued galloping he was bending his bow in order to spread pestilence abroad at his back swung the brass quiver filled with poisoned arrows containing the germs of all diseases those of private life as well as those which envenom the wounded soldier on the battlefield the second horseman on the red steed was waving the enormous two-edged sword over his hair bristling with the swiftness of his course he was young but the fierce scowl and the scornful mouth gave him a look of implacable ferocity his garments blown open by the motion of his wild race disclosed the form of a muscular athlete bald old and horribly skinny was the third horseman bouncing up and down on the raw boned back of his black steed his shrunken legs clanked against the thin flanks of the lean beast in one withered hand he was holding the scales symbol of the scarcity of food that was going to become as valuable as gold the knees of the fourth horseman sharp as spurs were pricking the ribs of the pale horse his parchment-like skin betrayed the lines and hollows of his skeleton the front of his skull-like face was twisted with the sardonic laugh of destruction his cane-like arms were whirling aloft a gigantic sickle from his angular shoulders was hanging a ragged filthy shroud and the furious cavalcade was passing like a hurricane over the immense assemblage of human beings the heavens showed above their heads a livid dark-edged cloud from the west horrible monsters and deformities were swarming in spirals above the furious horde like a repulsive escort poor humanity crazed with fear was fleeing in all directions on hearing the thundering pace of the plague 
war hunger and death men and women young and old were knocking each other down and falling to the ground overwhelmed by terror astonishment and desperation and the white horse the red the black and the pale were crushing all with their relentless iron tread the athletic man was hearing the crashing of his broken ribs the nursing babe was writhing at its mother's breast and the aged and feeble were closing their eyes forever with a childlike sob god is asleep forgetting the world continued the russian it will be a long time before he awakes and while he sleeps the four feudal horsemen of the beast will course through the land as its only lords tchernoff was overpowered by the intensity of his dramatic vision springing from his seat he paced up and down with great strides but his picture of the fourfold catastrophe revealed by the gloomy poet's trance seemed to him very weak indeed a great painter had given corporeal form to these terrible dreams i have a book he murmured a rare book and suddenly he left the studio and went to his own quarters he wanted to bring the book to show to his friends argensola accompanied him and they returned in a few minutes with the volume leaving the doors open behind them so as to make a stronger current of air among the hollows of the facades of the interior patio tchernoff placed his precious book under the light it was a volume printed in fifteen eleven with latin text and engravings desnoyers read the title the apocalypse illustrated the engravings were by albert duret a youthful effort when the master was only twenty-seven years old the three were fascinated by the picture portraying the wild career of the apocalyptic horseman the quadruple scourge on fantastic mounts seemed to be precipitating itself with a realistic sweep crushing panic-stricken humanity suddenly something happened which startled the three men from their contemplative admiration something unusual indefinable a dreadful sound which seemed to enter directly into their brains without passing through their ears a clutch at the heart instinctively they knew that something very grave had just happened they stared at each other silently for a few interminable seconds through the open door a cry of alarm came from the patio with a common impulse the three ran to the interior window but before reaching them the russian had a presentment my neighbor it must be my neighbor perhaps she has killed herself looking down they could see lights below people moving around a form stretched out on the tiled floor the alarm had instantly filled all the court windows for it was a sleepless night a night of nervous apprehension when every one was keeping a sad vigil she has killed herself said a voice which seemed to come up from a well the german woman has committed suicide the explanation of the concierge leaped from window to window up to the top floor the russian was shaking his head with a fatalistic expression the unhappy woman had not taken the death leap of her own accord 
someone had intensified her desperation someone had pushed her the horsemen the four horsemen of the apocalypse already they were in the saddle already they were beginning their merciless gallop of destruction the blind forces of evil were about to let loose throughout the world the agony of humanity under the brutal sweep of the four horsemen was already begun End of section 26 Recording by Tony Oliva, Albuquerque, New Mexico